You may be seated for a little bit longer. Good morning. So as Jamil said, today is the day that we came to the presence of God to praise Him and to worship Him. Amen? So I'm going to tell you a little bit of this story of, uh, of how this service is going to be. Because it is good when the service kind of moves things up, right? Right now, I bet 99% of you were not expected to be seated, right? Because usually we don't never sing just one song. We sing plenty of songs, right? But as I was preparing the, the message and what God put in my heart, and um, I knew that I was going to play the keys, uh, and then I was going to preach as well this Sunday. So I was really dwelling in the songs and getting in, in the presence of God and worship, and all of a sudden, the topic came into my heart, and something was um, transversal to all the songs. These songs had something in common that all of the songs spoke about praise to God. And because of that, and I was preparing, and then, oh, and this song speaks about this. And, the, and actually, it wasn't the one that chose the songs, but Jamil. And actually, this song speaks about this area of praise as well. So it was really in my heart, man, I just want to speak about the song, and I want to speak about the word, and I want to do everything, and I want us to do everything together. And then I shared the idea with Jamil, why don't we go into times of praise to God, as we go together into the Word of God of why we praise Him. So that is the challenge of this morning. And I want you to follow from the screen. We're going to read together Psalm 150. It is actually the psalm that Dina brought us during the week for our devotional. So Dean, I'm sorry, I'm going to steal your devotional a little bit, okay? If he doesn't mind. And I think we can read it together, okay? I'm going to, still going to be the one leading, if you allow me. But let's try to read it together. Amen? Okay, let's read. Praise the Lord. Praise God in His holy place. Praise Him in the heavens of His power. Praise Him for His great works. Praise Him for all His greatness. Praise Him with the sound of a horn. Praise Him with harps. Praise Him with timbrels and dancing. Praise Him with strings and horns. Praise Him with loud sounds. Praise Him with loud and clear sounds. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen? So, what a, a very focused passage. What a very focused chapter in the Bible. The whole message, the whole point is about praising God. A lot of what we do as pastors and preachers of the Word is not really bringing you new truth, but actually remind you of things that you already know. And it happens a lot with, with our girl, especially with Jade. She's three-year-old. She's a three-year-old. So she, for her to understand something and for her to obey and actually do how mommy and daddy wants her to do, we have to repeat ourselves time and time and time again. I don't know if many of you have been around toddlers, but you have to repeat the same thing over and over until hopefully it gets into their minds. Again, this is what happens a lot when we preach. We go back to the truths of the Word of God. And this truth is a very important habit. And I want to preach about, I want to teach us about the benefits of this habit. And it's the power of praise. 
And according to the word of God, praise turns discouragement into hope. Praise replaces beauty for ashes. Praise turns our mourning into a wonderful celebration. And if you notice at the end of Psalm 150, it says, Let everything that has breath do what? So do you have a breath this morning? You do. What should you do? Praise the Lord. You know that according to Scripture, even things that do not have breath praise the Lord. Even mountains praise the Lord. Even the oceans praise the Lord. The Bible says that human beings are the only ones that can reject to praise God. But the Word of God says that even when humans being, human beings reject doing that, the stones from the ground will do that. What is praise? And what is the difference between praise and worship? And I got even into a little debate with, with my wife about it. Because there is nothing wrong to use these words interchangeably to say praise, to say worship. It's not a sin. But there's a reason why there's two different words. Worship is humbly recognizing and submitting to God for who He is. Praise is recounting all of God has done for us. Praise is part of our worship to God. Because when we praise, we remember all the benefits. We remember everything that the Lord has done to us. We raise Him up. We lift Him up. We are praising. And praise is something that we actually can do with each other. I can praise my wife for the wonderful cooking that she did on Thursday. I can, we can praise our coworkers for the amazing job they did in the project. So praise is simply recognizing, acknowledging what someone has done. And bringing praise to God is exactly that. But worship, worship goes beyond praise. Worship is completely surrendering to the one who is. But in praise, we worship. In praise, we recognize everything that the Lord has done for us. And there are only two marks of true worship, according to Jesus. In John chapter 4, verse 23, the word says, True worshipers worship the Father in spirit and in truth. That's the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. Now, first thing, isn't it so interesting to see that the Father is seeking worshipers? Isn't it so interesting that the heart of God is turned to see who are those who truly worship me? And how are they worshiping? They're worshiping God in spirit and in truth. Now, this is not the Holy Spirit. The Spirit here does not have a capital letter. It is, it is talking about our spiritual, it, our spirit. It means that we don't go mindlessly singing about rituals. We're not uh, speaking prayers that we don't really mean. No, it means that these come from our own spirit. It means that it needs to be authentic. It needs to be accurate. In spirit and truth means that it is both devotional and it is doctrinal. But one thing that really ticks God, actually one thing that God really hates, according to his word, is lukewarm worship. Is when his people go through the motions. When we sing memorized lyrics, memorized prayers. Saying things to God that we don't really mean. 
The Bible says in Isaiah 29, and this is God saying, These people claim to be mine and praise me with their lips, but they don't mean it. Their hearts are somewhere else, far from me. Their worship of me is just a routine repeated without thinking. And I'm not going to put the, another verse on, in the screen, but it says in the book of Revelations that God would rather you skip worshiping him than worshiping him without a meaning, without all of your heart. And he actually says to a church, if you continue to do that, I will spit you out of my mouth. It means that lukewarm worship makes God feel nauseated. Makes God feel terrible. So this is serious stuff. Praise needs to be authentic. It needs to come from our hearts. Because praise and worship are not about us. Praise and worship are about God. And why? Because he deserves it. There is no one on earth worthy of more admiration than him. In fact, if we compare all the people that we can admire on earth, there is no one that even stands a close chance to receive admiration as God. But here's one thing. When we give God what only he deserves, in his goodness he gives us what we do not deserve. When we give God what he deserves, only he deserves, he gives us in his goodness what we do not deserve. God is so good that praise can even impact our own lives. And there are benefits from God to those who obey him. And that's why this is going to be a very simple message again. If you already know a lot about praise and worship, you're in the right place because we're going to worship God with all our hearts. But maybe, just maybe, you haven't been worshiping and praising God how you should. Maybe you haven't said the words that come from inside of your heart. Maybe you haven't had that connection with God that is making you give God the praise and the worship that only He deserves. And I hope that today you will be able to put that in practice. Jamil saying, come now is the time to worship. Now it is the time. So if you didn't come here to worship, there is still time. I think the doors are still open. We're not putting anyone hostage in this place. But if you're going to stay, this is the challenge to you. To praise God like you never did before. And I know that for some of you, maybe this is the first time that you are at a church or the first time that you are at a church like Riverside and you're following lyrics from the screen. Those lyrics are not just for us to read, are for us to repeat, are for us to sing. And I want you to try to do something. I want you to say the words from the lyrics like you mean it. Like you make those lyrics your own song, your own praise to God. They're there to help you to praise God like Psalm 150 says, everything that has breath needs to praise the Lord. So let's try not to do it just from our minds. It's not time to look to the side and see if the person next to you is raising their hands or not, if the person next to you is bored or not. It is time for you to praise God. And some people say, but I'm not an emotional person. 
I don't feel really comfortable when I'm around people. Well, you're wrong. You are an emotional person. And if I was next to you, I could prove it by stepping on your foot. We're all emotional people. We might just be a little bit frightened to show our emotions. We might not know how to deal with our emotions. Do you know where is the best place for us to learn how to deal with our emotions? In the presence of God, in worship with the people of God. Oh, but I don't know. I don't want to raise my hands or people notice me. I feel very uncomfortable with, when I'm with, around, with a lot of people around me. I'm going to break a secret to you. No one really cares how you look this morning. No one is looking at you. Except for me right now, no one is looking at you. You're here to worship God. You're not here to, to feel or to pay attention to how other people are, if they're looking at you, if you're raising your hands or not. And by the way, raising hands, that's just a sign that we're celebrating God. It's not a weird thing. Don't you, if, if your team scores a goal or a point, what do you do? It's a natural response when we praise, when we celebrate, and we're here to celebrate God. So if you're in Baichwaltu at 2 a.m. and you're listening to music, you're raising your hands, you're having this beautiful, amazing time, and you're in the presence of God at church, come, now is the time. Hallelujah. You know what I'm talking about. You go see your national team playing, you're the first one, and with the ribbons and with the flags, but in the presence of God. We're in the presence of the one that deserves all the praise, all the honor. Praise should move this place and shake this place and shake our hearts because God is so good. Oh, but I'm not a musical person. I don't know how to sing. I don't know how to sing like Jamil. I definitely don't know how to sing like Barry. So I don't know. I, I prefer to, to, to listen. Well, that is not going to cut it today. That excuse is not going to cut it. Because if you have a voice, do you know who gave you that voice? Do you know who made that voice that you carry, that you say all sorts of things? Do you know who gave it to you? It was God. And God loves to hear your voice. God loves to hear your voice. Maybe the person next to you don't really like to listen to their voice when they're worshiping, but God loves that voice. And God wants to listen to that voice. So even if you're not musical, even if you don't know the keys and the tones because these songs are new to you or you're just simply not a musical person, you can read. And you can say the words that are on the screen and you can make them your prayer, prayer and make that decision to praise God with all of your heart. Today is the day. The Bible says in Psalm 138, I will praise you, Lord, with my whole heart. And we will praise God for all eternity in heaven. And you don't want to be the one that shows up, oh, I never did this before. This is something new to me. The song that we just sang 
says, one day every tongue will confess you are God. One day every knee will bow. Still the greatest treasure remains for those who gladly choose you now. And this is true according to Scripture. And this morning I want to share with you about the benefits of choosing to worship God today, of choosing to praise God today. And the first thing, the first benefit of us praising the Lord is that praising God lifts my spirit. Praising God lifts my spirit. With everything that is going around in your life and in the world, it's easy to feel discouraged. But praise helps us focus on the things that are eternal. Praise helps us focus on the things that truly matter and take our focus away of things that are temporary. Psalm 42 says, Why am I so discouraged and why am I so troubled and upset? Instead, I will put my hope in God and I will praise Him once again as my Savior and my God. When my heart is breaking, I remember your kindness. So if you came this morning and you asked, but how can I praise God? How can I worship God when I'm feeling like this? Because praise does not base on your feelings. Praise is not based on your emotions. Most of the time we don't have problems with our feelings. We have problems with our attitude. And our attitude in the presence of God should be even if we feel discouraged, even if we feel troubled, even if we feel upset. That is why when we need to be praising God. Do you know, do you remember that, um, that poster, and, and it was very popular in the internet for a while, keep calm and carry on. Keep calm and do something. Well, I have, a, I have a gift for you this week. I have a wallpaper that I made for my phone. Keep calm and praise. We're going to put it in the WhatsApp groups. I don't want you to forget this morning, and I don't want you to forget the importance of praising God. Praising God is the whole reason you and I exist. In every circumstance, in every trouble that we go through in life, we can choose to praise God regardless of circumstances. And the Bible says in Isaiah, To all who mourn in Israel, He gives beauty for ashes, joy instead of sadness, and praise instead of despair. So my friend, you have a choice this morning. What are you going to choose? Are you going to stay like the same way that you came in this morning? Or are you going to choose to praise God? Are you going to choose to enter His presence with thanksgiving? And I want to invite the worship team to come. And we're going to sing a song. We're going to praise God with a song that is called, What a Beautiful Name It Is. And the lyrics say, death could not hold you, the veil tore before you, you silenced the boast of sin and grave. The heavens are roaring the praise of your glory, for you are raised to life again. You have no rival, you have no equal, now and forever God you reign, yours is the kingdom, yours is the glory, yours is the name above all names. There's no better song for us to declare this morning. That above the things that I'm going through in life, the things that you are going through, and I'm not saying that you're going through easy things. They might not be. 
But above all of that, we have come to the presence of God to praise Him. So I want to invite you to stand with me and do exactly that. It's time to put into practice that. Let us praise God for who He is and praise Him for the beautiful name that He has, the name that gives us victory, the name that is above all names. I want to go with you, and you can take a seat again. I told you this was going to be different. And we'll keep worshiping God. And I don't know if you felt anything different, but I definitely felt something different in this place. There's something different when all of us, when we collectively come into the presence of God, worship. I want to share with you the second benefit of praising God with all of our hearts is that praising God helps me sense His presence. And I know this can be a bit controversial to talk about the presence of God because God is always present with you. Whether you feel it or not, God is always with me. God is always with you. And it's one of the reasons that we actually praise God for. The Bible says in Psalm 79, 75, God, we praise you and thank you because you are near. God, we praise you. We thank you because you are near. We don't praise God and thank God to get him near to us. We praise God and we offer him praise because he is already near. There is not a second in our lives that God is not there. There's not a situation that we go through that God is not there. When God says that I'm always with you, he means it. He promises it with scripture. So when, what do we do when we feel the presence of God? What do we do? When we sense how close God is to us. What do you feel that it is? We praise Him. Psalm 140 verse 13 says, The righteous praise your name and they live in your presence. Nothing brings our whole being closer to God as we feel when we worship Him. Because praising and worshiping involves our mind. Our body, our souls, our emotions, our senses, our abilities. And I know that maybe some of you are thinking, well, but I'm actually not feeling anything different today. I'm still not feeling God. And maybe you actually never felt God before. And all of this talk about His presence and feeling that He is near and the closeness that we feel with God, maybe that is something that you've never experienced before. But if you don't know what to do, if that is your case, if you don't know how can I feel close to God, I I want to tell you that you made a really good choice this morning. You made a really good choice to coming to where the people of God are praising him. Because the Bible says that God lives in the midst of the praise of his people. So there is no shadow of a doubt that not just because God is omnipresent, that because we're praising him here, and we want to do it in spirit and in truth, that God is here. And because he is here, it's a good starting point to be in and to feel in his presence. 
The, the Word of God says in Jeremiah chapter 29, and this is a promise the Word of God has for you this morning. Maybe you are struggling to feel the presence of God. Maybe you're struggling to feel that confirmation of that closeness of God to you. The Bible says in Jeremiah 29, 13, You will seek me and find me when you search me with all of your heart. And that is exactly what we're doing here today. The Word guarantees you, if you seek Him, you will find Him. And we want to seek Him and find Him here this morning. Maybe like we never did before. The presence of God needs to be something that we seek to have every single day. That confirmation, that presence that blesses us. That helps us go through the struggles of each and every day. God didn't have to be with us in a way that we feel him. He didn't have to. But God chooses to. Because as the good father that he is. And a good father hugs. A good father brings comfort. A good father wants us to be close to him. God is that good father. That wants you to know how much you are loved. And how much he is close to you. And we're going to sing a song called Ancient Gates. And we're going to sing lyrics that say, Worship Him with joyful sound. Sing until your voice gives out. No matter where or who's around, release your worship. Praise Him like we're there in glory. Here and now, He's just as holy. Jesus, He's so worthy of it all. Bring your song. He loves to hear it. Bring Him every prayer-soaked lyric. Jesus, He is so worthy of it all. And the call is to praise him like we are already with him in heaven. That is what we're going to do for all eternity. Praise God forevermore. And there's not going to be any shadow of a doubt that God is going to be there. But the Bible says that God is here with us and we can already worship him like we're already in heaven with him. So let us stand together this morning. Are you ready for this? Are you ready to praise God like we're in heaven? I want to see how you worship God in heaven. Amen. I know you don't want to be seated. But you can be seated for a little longer. Amen. Another benefit from praising God. And I hope, this is one of the main ones that I hope that you can grasp this morning. Is that praising God enlarges my perception of Him. Praising God enlarges our perception of Him. Because you know something, and this is a very good secret to learn in life. We don't have big problems. We have perception problems. You and I, we don't have big problems. We have perception problems. We make our issues and our troubles bigger than they actually are. Psalm 69 verse 30 says, I will praise the name of God with a song, and I will magnify Him with thanksgiving. Praise magnifies God. It's like a magnifying glass that we use. Because when with our spiritual eyes, with our physical eyes, we start seeing everything in our lives bigger than God, praise is like a magnifying glass. So that we can go back to seeing how things really are. And God is actually greater and bigger than anything that we can go through in life. 
God is bigger, he is higher than any of our problems and circumstances, even if we put them all together. When I look at my problems and my problems seem to get really big, then we're actually making God small in our lives. The two of them cannot go simultaneously bigger and higher. If we make our problems, if we make things in our lives bigger, that means that God, we're making him smaller. But if we start focusing on the greatness of God, and the Bible says in Psalm 145, the Lord is great. The Lord is great. And is worthy of our highest praise because his greatness is beyond understanding. You and I, we will never be able to fully grasp how great God is. And that's okay. Because if we totally understood everything about God, we would actually ourselves be God. And it's not possible. But as we worship Him, it doesn't matter if if our brain is able to understand and perceive the greatness of, of God. Because our soul is able to. Our spirit is able to. And as we praise God, as we set him completely apart from everything else, because that is what worship and praise does, it sets God completely apart. We're saying, God, you're someone else. You're actually bigger than everything else. Everything else pales in comparison to you. So whatever you are too busy right now in your life making bigger than God, that needs to stop today. And you need to stop it with praise. You need to stop it by telling God and declaring to God that actually, God, you are the one I need. God, you are the one that I fully trust with my life. And the song we're going to sing, many of you know it's called, I Need You More. And it says, God, I need you more than yesterday. I need you more than words can say, more than ever before, more than the air I breathe, more than the song I sing, more than the next heartbeat, more than anything. God, as time goes by, I'll be by your side because I never want to go back to my old life. Will you stand with me this morning? And let us declare with all of our hearts, if there is something that you need, God wants to be all that you need. God wants to be the one that is greater than anything in your life. He is greater than money. He's greater than housing problems. He's greater than car problems. He's bigger than marriage problems. He's bigger than relationship problems. He's bigger than the relationship with your parents. And we can surrender all of those things into his presence today. So let us praise and ask the Lord to enlarge our perception of his goodness and his greatness in our lives. Amen. Amen. Another benefit, we're going to sing a song after that is called, God, I Look to You. And it's called, God, I Look to You. Because when we go through situations in life that we don't see a solution to, praising God reveals solutions that I can't see. If there are things in your life that you don't know what to do, and I'm sure that you have plenty, Because I have plenty. How do you fix your relationship? How do you fix your chronic health problem? How do you fix your financial issues? And so many times, 
I would say that 80% of the time that we spend awake, we're trying to fix the issues of our lives. Am I right or not? We pass our time trying to fix the problems and trying to fix things. But you know what? There are many things that you and I, we will never be able to fix by ourselves. And what do we do when we cannot figure out how to fix things? We praise God. When there are things that we simply are way beyond anything that we can hope for, anything that we can understand, praising God will actually empower us to understand the will of God and the purpose of God for our lives. And if you don't believe me, just go to the Bible in Psalm 73. And it was actually David, King David, this man that was so knowledgeable, was so wise, was so powerful, but still he struggled with understanding many things in his life. And he confessed this. I tried to understand all that was happening to me, but it was too difficult to figure out. Are you feeling like David this morning? There are way too many things in your life that you simply don't know how to figure out. They're way too difficult. But David confesses, until I went into the sanctuary of God. David is saying, it wasn't until I started worshiping God. It wasn't until I started praising God for who he was that suddenly the idea came. The solution came. The answer came. The Bible says in Psalm 100 verse 4, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and come into his courtyard with praise. And this is the invitation. Praising God will not take away all of your problems that you're going through in life. But praising God will allow you to understand your life and understand your problems and understand the things you're going through in God's perspective. Because God does not exist to solve our problems. He is here to tell us the direction of heaven. Where is he going that we should be following him? And so when we look at life, we should see life in the way that God sees it. Because he knows everything that we're going through. And he's not indifferent to what we're going through. But he's inviting us in praise to see things like he sees. And that's what we're going to continue singing with this song, God, I look to you. It says, God, I look to you and I won't be overwhelmed. Give me vision to see things like you do. God, I look to you. You're where my help comes from. Give me wisdom. You know just what to do. And I will love you, Lord, my strength. I will love you, Lord, my shield. I will love you, Lord, my rock. Forever, all my days, I will love you, God. So this is a song of us declaring that we may not understand everything, but we choose to see where our help comes from. And you this morning have the power to choose where you are setting your eyes for the answers you're seeking. And the Bible says that God is the source of everything that you need. He is your strength. He is your shield. He is your solid rock. So let's stand this morning. And I invite you, if there are things that you struggle right now in your life, things that you do not understand, where to look for help. This morning with this song, let's pray. 
And let's trust and declare with all of our hearts, God, I will look to you. I will look to you for the answers that I need. We look to the Lord. He is where our help comes from. Amen. Amen. And the last part is part of the definition of praise. That is something that we have to do time and time again. Praising God helps me remember his blessings. And I know that I'm talking a lot about circumstances because that's what we're bringing into the house of God. Jamil said in the beginning, don't leave anything outside. Come as you are. Come with what you're carrying. And God knows and we know and we would be hypocrites if we just put a smile on our faces and we pretended just because we're Christians, just because this is a place where we worship God, that everything was okay. Everything is fine. We see the world in color and rainbow and everything is wonderful and beautiful and perfect. It's not. And the days that in which we are worshiping and praising God right now are quite terrible. There's church in Ukraine, there's church in China, there's church in different parts of the world where people are suffering, where people are in need, where people have some of the most difficult circumstances that humans can go through. We don't have to go even outside of, of, of Lisbon. If you go to a hospital, you see people that are completely confined to the situations and the troubles that they are going through in their health. And when we go through a hard time, sometimes even physically, it doesn't allow us to go beyond that. If you're sick, you need to stay home. You stay in bed. There is nothing that you can do besides laying there. And in life, in any other kind of trouble that we go through, so many times we feel a burden. We feel a heaviness. We are carrying something that does not allow us to be free. But God has come. And Jesus has come so that you and I may experience freedom. And there is a key to freedom when we praise. Because praising helps me remember the blessings of God. When I have something going on, when I have a big hurt going on in my life, I know that's everything that I'm thinking of. I know that's everything that overpowers every single, every single thing that goes on in my life. It's like the whole world and everything, instead of smelling like roses, it's, it's stinking of sewers. Food loses its taste. It's like things don't make sense anymore. But what praise does, praise rebalances our lives. Praise corrects the imbalance. Because while, yes, you and I are going through very hard things, but we're also today experiencing the blessings of God in our lives. Even in the day of today, we're experiencing the presence of them, the goodness of God in very special ways. The Bible says in Psalm 103, and this is such an important psalm, when you feel down, when you feel that you're discouraged, when you feel that nothing is going your way in life, look at what the psalmist says. He starts by saying again, 
praise the Lord. I tell myself. So he's actually not praising in the air. He's not saying praise the Lord. No, he's telling his own soul, praise the Lord. I tell myself. With my whole heart, I will praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, I tell myself. And remember all the good things he does for me. He forgives all my sins. He heals my illness. He saves my life. He surrounds me with love and tender mercy. He fills my life with good things. So he says when we're going through hard things in life, we're actually also going through many good things in life. Because God is with us. And if you're feeling everything is terrible, everything is bad, and you come into the presence of God, God, you know how my heart is today. I cannot feel good because everything is bad. God and praise reminds us that there are so many great blessings that we are unfolding, that we are experiencing today. Am I preaching only to myself in this room or are there other drama queens and drama kings? <laughs> there are. Thank you. So this morning, I want you to remind, to remember the blessings of God in your life. The song that we're going to sing says, I shall not want. It reminds us of, of Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And the song goes saying, I shall not want, my soul's got a shepherd in the valley and I shall not want. I shall not want because my cup's running over and I shall not want. I've got everything I need. Your goodness and your mercy, I've got everything I need. So if you have God this morning, who has God this morning in your heart? Who has said, Jesus, come inside my life because without you I am lost. I need you. Who has ever prayed this prayer? If you haven't prayed this prayer, this is now a very good time to do it. You don't even have to do it loudly, but just say in your heart, Jesus, I am lost without you. I need you. I need you to be my good shepherd. I need you to be my king. I need you to be everything that I need. Because let me tell you, his goodness, his mercy are more valuable, are more important than anything else that you might experience in life. I know the people you follow on Instagram. I asked Mark Zuckerberg access to all of your Instagram and Facebook accounts. <laughs> I know the people that you follow. And you follow people and you follow probably people that have lots of money. So many resources. They seem to be living the good life. Seems like they're not having, going through any issues, no troubles at all. And in the back of your mind, you say, I just wish that I could be like them. I just wish that I could have what they have. I just wish that I could experience what they're experiencing. But let me tell you something. If they don't have the goodness and the mercy of God in their lives, their souls are more empty than anything else. If people do not have the mercy and the goodness of God like you and I are able to have here now this morning, they're empty. If you have God, 
If you have his goodness, if you have his mercy, you and I, we have everything we need. So let's stand together and let's praise the Lord because with him, we have everything we need.